your staff strike and in the upper east region this morning five shots dead in the this is Ghana Talk imam appeals for peace in boko this business spots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin the news will be read by awin temi akansukum now the details the Kumasi Traditional Council has summoned the new patriotic party's Ashanti Regional Chairman, Bernard Enchiboy Siakon, also known as Wuntumi, over some alleged derogatory remarks he made against the Asantehene or Tumforce to the second. The council has asked the leadership of the NPP to ensure Mr. Boyseyako appears before it next week, Monday, to answer questions on comments he reportedly made during the vetting of parliamentary aspirants in Malaysia South. General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kodia Frimpong, and the party's national organizer, Henry Nanabwache, led some regional party officers to the Malaysia Palace over the issue. The NPP General Secretary told members of the council that Chairman Wuntumi is currently unwell and pleaded with the council to give the party two weeks to get Wuntumi to honor the invite. There is outrage among members of the council made up of the clan of the Ashanti Kingdom as they expressed disgust over alleged remarks by Chairman Wuntumi. Some of the chiefs asserted that Chairman Wuntumi must appear before the council even if he will come in a wheelchair. The council also said it has taken note of comments by private legal practitioner Maurice Ambao against the chiefs during a program on Wuntumi television. The council presided over by Bantuma Hinebafo Owusu Amankoitia the Sith insisted that Chairman Wuntumi Maurice Ampau and the management of Wuntumi Radio and TV should appear before the council next Monday. Meanwhile, the NPP has distanced itself from alleged comment by Maurice Ampau against the chiefs during the TV show. The NDC's general secretary, however, assured the council the party would ensure Chairman Wuntumi honors the invitation. Now, the Teachers and Educational Workers Union of TUC Ghana has joined the ongoing industrial action declared by the Senior Staff Association of Universities of Ghana, SSAUOG. The Senior Staff Association of the Public Universities in Ghana and the Federation of University Senior Staff FUSAG declared an indefinite nationwide strike January 17 over the blatant disregard for their welfare by the government. The associations revealed that the government has failed to fulfill payment of their two-tier pension and overtime allowances for a long time. The strike has resulted in the withdrawal of various services in the various public universities. Thewu is also calling for the government's swift response to the action. Now, about five persons have been killed in a brutal attack by unknown assailants at Binduri in the Upper East region. Information available to the media indicates that the armed men stormed the market in Binduri Monday and started shooting sporadically. Hamza Amadou, the municipal chief executive for Boko, confirmed the disturbing incident to City News. According to him, the victims, predominantly women, were engaged in their routine business activities when the gunmen unleashed gunfire 
upon them. Amadou expressed concern, stating that the current casualty count might rise, indicating the possibility of additional victims. Authorities are expected to launch investigations to uncover the motives behind the attack. Now, in a related development, Sheikh Armeal Shaibu, spokesperson of the National Chief Imam, has called for calm in Boko in the Upper East region. Speaking on behalf of the Chief Imam, January 21st, he noted that the ongoing conflict in the area was a matter of grave concern for the National Chief Imam and as well as they have kinsmen in the area. There is rising tension in Boko area once again, following the killing of three young men in the area allegedly by military officers. According to eyewitnesses, the young men had not done anything to warrant their arrest and subsequent killing by the soldiers. However, the military denies this, saying that the soldiers had acted in self-defense. Residents are calling for justice for the killing of the young men. Reacting to the situation, Sheikh Shaibu stated that the predominantly Muslim population of Boko should look to the Quran's teachings of peace and let peace prevail. Now, to some business this morning, rice imports to Ghana fell by about 45.34% between 2021 and 2023. Data from the Ministry of Food and Agriculture has revealed in 2021, the total rice import was estimated at 805,000 metric tons. It fell to 650,000 metric tons in 2022 and subsequently to 440,000 metric tons in 2023. This reduction, according to various stakeholders in the industry, could be attributed to increases in import taxes and the reversal of the benchmark value discount policy on some selected imported products, including rice, into the country. Farmers over the years have lamented about the lack of players for harvested rice in warehouses across the country and price disparities on the market as a result of cheap smuggled foreign rice brands. To make up for the shortfall in the overall national rice supply, the report said Ghana must produce 1.0 million metric tons of rice locally to be self-sufficient. This would help save the nation about $500 million in import expenditure annually. To empower local production, the government dedicated to ban cereal imports from September 2021 to September 2022, which was to ensure price increases and market availability of local rice. This was after Ghana's import bill exceeded $10 billion dollars annually comprising of rice fish poultry and palm oil according to agriculture research for sustainable development ghana's rice self-sufficiency ratio declined from 38 percent in 1999 to 34 percent in 2006 but increased to about 43 percent in 2020 this discovery the report said calls for more efforts to make the local rice value chain competitive to drive growth and economic 
transformation now the disciplinary board of the federation of african football CAF has imposed a fine of fifteen thousand dollars on the ghana football association over fans trouble in the african cup of nations match four game between ghana and kevet sunday january 14 2024 the safety and security official reported that two groups of supporters from ghana were involved in a scuffle at halftime at the stand n18 there was use of tear gas during the incident the disciplinary board took the decision after examining all the facts allegations legal argument and evidence submitted to the in the context of these proceedings the ghana football association is expected to pay the fine within 60 days of the date of decision gfa in a statement called on the supporter groups and all Ghanaians who are in cote d'ivoire to treat to cheer the black stars to put up the best of behavior within the laws of the game the ghana football association would liaise with the ministry of youth and sports under whose authority the supporters travel to the tournament and the leadership of the supporters group to avoid any future occurrences gfa added in its statement now to show this point and playwright chief Moomin is urging the government to carefully reconsider promoting ghana as a resettlement destination for the african diaspora speaking to the media he expressed concerns about the potential impact on the standard of living for ordinary Ghanaians if there is a significant increase in diaspora settlement he explained that with an increase in diaspora settling in ghana Ghanaians or citizens risk being prized out he added that there are concerns the living standard will go beyond the affordability of the ordinary Ghanaian. if we have a lot of these people coming to buy lands and houses it means prices are being jacked up so the ordinary Ghanaian is going to suffer if we don't manage it well it will come to a time when the population is going to push back against people coming and we will experience our own immigration crisis Chris Moomin suggested that while Ghana should be open and welcoming to everyone, it might be more prudent to position the country as a pilgrimage for diasporans rather than a resettlement destination. Drawing a parallel with the Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca, he, pro- he proposed that I don't think we should have a very active policy that says people should come and resettle. Our positioning should be more of a transit as a pilgrimage, almost a Mecca for the Pan-African. The Muslims that go to Mecca don't go there to stay. They go in millions and return. He stated that if the frenzy resettlement in Ghana grows, it will come with unintended consequences chief Momin added that whereas there is an opportunity to expand the real tourism numbers we should also be careful the way we position ghana as a resettlement destination for the african diaspora and that's how we draw curtains on the daybreak news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awin temi akansukum and i say thanks so much 
for making time. Good morning. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.